share with you guys a little bit that has been on my heart and I hope this encourages you. Do you ever feel like you have so much guilt for maybe not being enough, doing enough? I have felt so much just by becoming a mom. And not only that, a lot of times I have felt guilt in my own life with not having enough time in the Word or spending enough time with the Lord. I think that is something we all can resonate with. I think we also have a lot of guilt when it comes to shaming ourselves. We may have said something wrong. We may have gossiped, said something bad about somebody. We may have even denied Jesus ourself. Maybe we spent a lot of time in the Word and then shared it with others and then became a hypocrite and did the opposite of what we told somebody to do. And maybe we just simply feel guilty because we haven't prayed enough. We haven't spent time with God. And maybe we just don't understand Him. I'm here to encourage you about that. I want to remind you that we have a father of lies. His name is Satan. He is a deceiver. He is nasty, vulgar, and the one tool he uses is to get into our head. Probably more than anything because our life revolves around thoughts 24-7 when you're walking to your kitchen, when you're walking to your car, when you're getting out of bed in the morning, your mind is thinking. And so when he can get into our heads, it's how it affects our minds and our moods and our day. So I want to remind you that Satan was an angel. Long ago, he was an angel before the Lord took him out of heaven. So being an angel, he knows how God works. And he knows how to play the game, two truths and a lie. He knows exactly what tools to use to make it sound like this could be from God. And that is something I want to have you pause on right now. You see, because he is so good, he knows how to make something seem like it's from God. Hmm, this could be true. And this is where it gets really slippery where we need to figure out what is truth who is God what does God say because if we don't know the truth and we don't know our word it is going to be way too easy to fall into his trap and to start feeling even more guilt more shame and defeated I want to talk to you guys about a disciple who followed Jesus, who was literally at his feet with him physically, ate with him, laughed with him, talked with him, hugged him. He was with him for years. He was his closest disciple. He was the one that said, I would never leave you, Lord. His name is Peter. And I think that's how we get a lot of the times too, is we're like, God, I'm I'm a believer. I believe in you. I'm going to, you know, share others with you. I would never deny you. I would never do that. And then we get persuaded by friends, family, even life, social media. It gets to us and then we kind of ignore God in a sense. We can put a huge display out there saying we're believers 
maybe post a pretty quote, and then our actions don't follow it. How we maybe treat our family, and maybe we just have so much guilt that I'm not being enough, I'm not a good enough mom. Maybe I didn't give my children the attention they deserve this week, and maybe I didn't spend enough time with my spouse, or I talked wrong to my spouse. Or maybe I just feel plain old guilt because I'm not praying enough or in my Bible enough. Well, friends, I want to remind you that the lies that we just thought that are in our heads are a lie. And I want to remind you who God is. Because I think sometimes we feel like there's this huge weight and shame for not being enough or for not doing enough. That when we're in the Word... We feel good, right? We, it, it, it uplifts us and motivates us, encourages us. It's our food. It's our fuel for our soul. It is just what is good for us. But yeah, we're human and we are busy. We're parents. You know, we're in school. We have all these tasks ahead of us we have to do. And sometimes we don't get into the word like we're supposed to. And I want to encourage you that like that's normal and God sees and I don't want you to feel shame or guilt so let's go to Peter and the crucifixion of Jesus you can imagine how it is if you're walking with your best friend and you're like I would never leave you or forsake you I would never deny you and then imagine not only did Peter deny Jesus one time he denied Jesus Three times. Three times he denied his best friend. And then Jesus was gone. He died. That is such a heavy burden to carry. And for the next few days, you know, you can imagine that weight that he carried. And he went back probably to his everyday life, you know, back to being a fisherman just thinking God's never going to love me again he's going to be so angry with me and this is you guys the most beautiful part I want you to really sit on when Jesus rose again he appeared to his disciples and he said peace be with you he wasn't angry he didn't say how dare you you denied me I don't want anything to do with you he said peace be with you see that's the heart of our father he's he's forgiving and understanding he's not this God that points his arrows at you and says how dare you not have quiet time with me how dare you deny me how dare you do that or no He's also the God, yes, he's a God of wrath, which I will be getting to in another podcast episode, but I want to talk right now about also what the enemy uses is putting our thoughts in our heads that God's going to think this way. When we need to go back at scripture and actually read so we can separate the true truths and a lie, we need to be able to understand who he is. He came and said, peace be with you. Not only that, but afterwards, he made a meal and had a meal with his disciples. Okay, so Jesus was denied, 
by his closest friend, and he goes and has a meal with them and sits with them. Can you imagine exactly how Peter was feeling in that moment? That for a couple days, you know, he's sitting there and he just feels shame and what is God going to think of me? And then he comes before him and says, Peace be with you, and gives him a meal. Like that is literally who our father is a servant, a father who loves. One of my favorite um, stories, too, as well in the Bible, is in John 21 when he talks about Jesus that he reinstates Peter. It says, When they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Can you imagine him looking him in the eye saying that? Yes, Lord, he said, you know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus had asked him this the third time. Do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all these things. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my sheep. So Jesus was helping Peter overcome his own doubts about his love for him. You see, he was asking this not because Jesus didn't know. Jesus knew. But he wanted to remind Peter, you do love me, Peter. I know you love me. I know your heart. Stop doubting. See, that's what the enemy does. Is all of a sudden he creeped into Peter's mind and it was telling him basically, Ooh, I don't think you love Jesus enough because you wouldn't deny him. You wouldn't do that if you love Jesus. But Jesus is saying, I know you love me. I know what you did. And I know you didn't mean to. I know your heart, Peter. So he's helping him to overcome his own doubts. See, that's God. He comes before him. He gives him a meal. He is reminding him of who he is and what his beliefs are. That is ultimately our Lord. And when he tells Peter to feed my sheep, he's telling Peter to care for them like a shepherd cares for his flock. Love and nurture my people. Preach the gospel and love them. Serve them and teach them. So how beautiful is this story? Not only did God say, peace be with you. I'm going to make you a meal. I'm going to remind you who you are, Peter. And I'm going to tell you your mission. Your mission, Peter, is to go out there and love people. Just like I loved you. Forgive them just like I forgive you. And remind them of who they are. I want to encourage you guys today that when you're having doubts and you're feeling down, remember that you are God's. That He forgives you. That He understands you. And that He wants to remind you of the mission. Whatever you're in right now, a season of motherhood, or you're working hard, or you're in school, that's your mission field. Love on people. Love the people that are in front of you. Forgive them as God forgave you. 
and be reminded that it is hard that we're going to have our shortcomings, but God understands. And he wants to remind you that he loves you. That he wants to remind you who you are and to encourage you to stop doubting. Even if you fall short, don't question, do I love God? Do I, am I a good follower? Am I, you are, you are. We're in a sinful world. We're going to have our moments. But it's when we get back up and we start walking and remembering that that is the truth. Just like Peter, a normal guy who followed Jesus, but he denied him. And then the guilt and shame he felt. But after that, God came before him and said, Peace be with you. I hope you find this encouraging and a reminder of knowing that who God is and not letting the enemy tell you who he is. I hope you are able to get into the word and to find those stories that have happened, knowing that they're happening today too. Knowing that this is who God is, not what the enemy says he is. Knowing that if you feel shame or guilt, that God loves you so much to remind you who you are and wants to encourage you to stop doubting and wants to encourage you to go love others. It's the most simple task, but sometimes we make it so complicated and hard. And that's what the enemy wants. So I encourage you today to feel uplifted and to be able to go out there and know whose you are and to start loving people. Thank you for listening.